All right, ladies and gentlemen, this one has been uh, one of my favorite episodes to just put together to bring to you guys. This um, this is episode 101, 101 episodes of The Awakened Soul, not including bonus episodes. Last week, we dropped The Unruly Creatives, which the response to has been amazing. But enough about that. We'll, we'll, we'll go over those accomplishments next week because this is a very special week. This is the Mother's Day episode. And we got my mom, uh, Patricia, a.k.a. Mama Hayes, as I refer to her on the podcast, which she may shake her head when she hears me uh, call her that. But this is just a special one. Quite honestly, I uh, I love and adore my mother so much, so much. And we've come through so many ups and downs, uh, mainly because of me. Uh, but my mom has my mom is just a very, very powerful woman. And I know uh, no person's perfect at all. Don't get me wrong. There's no perfect person in the world. But my mom is just the the one thing that you can never take away from my mother is what she's willing to do for her family. And not just her children, like all of her family. Um, I don't even think that my mom really realizes how much our family may fall apart if it wasn't for her. Um so it's it, I, I, I've thought of other ideas to bring her on. And um, just with Mother's Day is coming up, uh, dropping 100, the 100th episode last week. This is kind of just the perfect way um, to just bring it all together. Um, so, you know, uh, we will have a in the minor hay segment, a very special in the minor hay segment. And then after that, it's just all me and my mother. So, AJ. Take this one away. I will see you guys right after this. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. Early one Sunday morning, breakfast was on the table. There was no time to eat, she said to me, boy, hurry to Sunday school, filled with a lot of glory, we learned the whole story, she'll always have her dreams, despite the things troubled world can bring oh say don't you know we love you sweet say place no one above you sweet say well 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 living in the past sometimes it seems so funny no money will turn your life around Sweeter than cotton candy Stronger than Papa's old brandy And it's funny, I picked that song because my my dad said that that always like made him think about his mom, that song. Um, it, the R. Kelly version, I specifically didn't play that. You guys know why I didn't play that version. I'm, I'm not playing R. Kelly music, but nonetheless. Um, so the End of Mine Hay segment, usually this is where I go over Stuff going on in the world, whatever's going on in my mind. But, you know, we're going to take a break from that this week. It's Mother's Day. So the only thing that's on my mind is my mother. Um, and 
even though I in in the cold open I I did talk about her. Um, this is I, I my everyone um, who really listens to this podcast a lot or gets to know me always speaks about how <laughs> how how blunt I am or how um, my worth ethic because everyone knows this whole podcast, this whole production, the video, everything is all me. But that worth ethic really comes from my mom. That worth ethic and that pride in what I do comes from my mother. Um, I, I don't think that I've ever even told her, and I know she's listening, especially this week. Um, I don't know if I've ever even really told my mom how much of an inspiration just seeing her work as hard as she has um, over the course of my whole life. Um, not to tell all her business, her business, but, um, you know, my mom, from the time that I remember, she was in the military. Um, she got off the military, uh, went to go like go to school to become a beautician. Um, she did that for as long as I can remember. Um, then when we moved to St. Louis after my parents split, she did hair on top of working another job. I don't even know if she did two jobs and then like fit hair in the the middle of that. I can't quite remember. Forgive me, mama. Um, But my mom's always been someone who is going to work her butt off and no one's going to be. So no one can tell her no. So she can't ever say she can't do something. Um, And that's something that I apply all the time. And even though later on this episode, uh, when there was a question asked to my mom about how much we're like or what traits that she sees in me um, that I get from her. And she, we are very different people, but we're a lot alike as well. I think, I think we have a lot of the same outlook with stuff, but we just have different ways to go about it. And, you know, when I see the way that my mom raised me and my sisters and how many other kids she kind of adopted and took under her wing along that way, my mom is the most loving person. Um, she'll go to hell off on you. Don't get me wrong. She will go off. But she's one of the most loving and caring people that I have ever seen. And not everyone gets to see that side of her because my mama will go off on your ass. That's period, point blank. Um, but she really is. She cares about people. She cares about her family. Um, and she's just an amazing person. So in the in the mind of hay segment, I because I, it was so question and answer when I did get to talk to my mom, I really wanted to that segment. I really wanted it to be about her. I didn't say as much, but mom, on this Mother's Day, I want to tell you that I love you. I want to tell you that I wouldn't be the person that I am if it wasn't for you. And yes, my dad is a great father as well. And when I was younger, I was I was always up under my dad, but. I don't think that I don't want it to go missed on how important my mother is to me. And it's funny um, because I I don't know if anyone would really like say or be able to pick up on how close my mom is to me or how dear I hold my mom to my heart because we just let me not say we I don't show affection like that as much as I should. And I know that's something that I'm working on in my life in general, but um when I moved from St. Louis, I will never forget. It was the day or the day before I was moving and I hopped in the car. I was leaving my mom's house. Um, and she was like, you're not going to tell me bye. And I don't, I don't even know if I had said it or not before, but just seeing the look on my mom's face, I think the fact that I was moving to a different city was our first time going to be living that far apart from each other. Just made me realize like, how much I do lean on my mom and not like in a sense of like being dependent, like some people are on, on their mother. Um, but 
like my mom's my emotional center and she'll say in this episode you guys are here say i still call her for advice i still call her when i'm frustrated because she's one of the only people who can center it hear me out and be like boy you tripping but um this episode means a lot to me mama i love you um and that that's really it i'm not gonna belabor this anymore i know i kind of ranted so next coming up is finally what you guys have been asking for. I talk about my mom a lot on this podcast. Um, so I've been getting a lot of questions over the last two years almost since this has been up um, about when my mom was going to come on the show. So this is it. This You guys have been looking forward to it. Up next is the interview with my mother. And then after that, we got something special for uh, So stick stay tuned after that. But we're going to take a brief musical break. On the other side of that is going to be my mama, <laughs> me and her. Uh, I'll see you guys there. You all appreciate it. When I was young, me and my mama had beef. 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, I'm scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poor than other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. In elementary, hey, I see the penitentiary one day. Running from the police, that's right. Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman, it ain't easy trying to raise a man. Always was committed A poor single mother on welfare Tell me how you did it There's no way I can pay you back But the plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it Don't you know we love this Dear mama You ready? I ain't gonna ask you nothing too crazy. Ooh, that's other people well, people sent they sent in questions that they want to hear me ask you. Oh, they did. Yes, ma'am. Oh, Lord, <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> you are so silly, Mama. All right. All right. I'm answering. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let me introduce you. Hold on. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So this has been, I guess, thirty-two years in the making. My mama is finally on the podcast. Mom, uh, everyone refers to you as Mama Hayes because my nickname's Hayes. So we got questions sent in to you. But before we get into that, Mama, just how how are you doing? I'm doing fine, son. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. I'm nervous. Never, because it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> this is it, it's it's weird. Like, cause like just having you on on my podcast is it's it's nerve wracking, but I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I'm the you, man. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, I guess the first thing we should start off with is um, so December fifth, nineteen eighty six, your life changed for the better. How how did how did that make you feel? 
1986? Yeah, December 5th, 1986. It was the best thing Why, why was that? Because that, that was you? Yeah, because I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's about Yeah, of course. Oh, it was great. No, it was great because I always wanted a kid and, and the family, you know, have a child. And I always wanted to have a comfort. So I kind of got all that I wanted. No. Um, that's, that, that just made me smile. Even though I know I've given you a bunch of headaches over the years. You what? I, I said I know I've given you a bunch of headaches over the years. Yeah, but that's what kids do. And it's not going to always be perfect. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, especially with me raising your grandchildren, Alan is just so mm-hmm. stressful. Because mm-hmm. Xavier went from like the, I went from like the perfect first child to like the last one has just been crazy. So I know he he's a perfect child. So <laughs> I, I don't even understand that. That don't seem like that's real, but that's totally real. He's a perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I guess we can get into the first question. Um, so this first one, it's kind of a long one. It's a question and like a statement. So this one comes from uh, Christian Brianna, um, one of my biggest supporters. And she wrote in this first, may I say, thank you. I've had the experience to meet your son, spend time conversing and although seriously introverted, his mind is amazing place. The small snippets we get of his thought process through his podcast are a testament to proper upbringing and the freedom he was gifted to think freely alongside being able to ask questions. He's respectful, chivalrous, intelligent, and a talented young man who is doing, in my opinion, an absolute is in my opinion is absolute hardest to be the best in all titles he holds. You mama raised a good man, a good black man is what she said. And um, all right. So the question is, with that being said, my question to you, Mama Hayes, is out of all that Hayes has accomplished, what are you most proud of? I think what I'm most. Um, I don't know. So many. Seriously, Cordero, so many. But the main one, I think you you took my trait and, and even your dad's trait that you are a very good father, outstanding father. And to me, that's very important to be able to raise your kids in a proper manner, you know, as the way you were raised. So I think that's uh, a big accomplishment to me, one of your main accomplishments. Thank you. I, yeah, and it's it. So I, I wanted when I got that email, I wanted to ask this question. This may be a tough one, but I want you to be completely honest. When I first told you that uh, Xavier was coming into the world, that I was having my first kid, because that's like when I was almost at like my most hot head. Did you ever worry that I was going to be a good father? Yes, I did. I, I, one thing I thought was just, it was too, you were too young. I didn't think you were ready to be a father. And I honestly didn't even know if you knew how to be a father. You know what I mean? So, of course, I, it was questionable. But, you know, you, you proved me wrong. It was questionable. I didn't, I didn't doubt like you were going to be a bad father or you wasn't going to be in your son's life. It's just, I just didn't know what type of father, you know, because I just felt you were still just so very young to become a father. That that's fair. Uh, that's fair. It's and I I look back at like that time of like just getting ready for him to come in the world, and I I I I don't know how I did it to be honest, because like I was I was bad then. Like I'm not nowhere near perfect now, but just to think of like how crazy I was and how much stuff I put you and dad through, and to think like shortly thereafter I was 19 when Xavier was born. So very shortly after all that. I had my first child, and it's just, it's crazy to think. And he's 13 now, which is just even weird. He's basically grown. Right. 
Right. But that shows that you, you know, even though you were hot-headed, I'm not going to lie, and you had your own mind, which is okay, but it just showed that even though I didn't think you were maybe listening to dad and me of how to be a, a, a good person, not even only a father, just a good person, that, that was always kind of questionable for me um, when it came to you, but I, you know, you proved me that apparently the way we raised you, it made you turn out to be a really good father and a really good person, not just a father, but you know, good to your family, good to us. So, and you know, example for your sisters and, and a lot of things. So, it goes along with more than just being a good father. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, and I think too, like looking back, like after you and Dad split, I think mm-hmm. I think I was mad, but I didn't know how to express it, so I acted out. I think mm-hmm. if that made sense and. Like, I mean, I miss dad. And, you know, even even when you guys split, like I kind of messed up my relationship with dad. Luckily, we've been able to fix it. But I really think I was just mad and just lashing out at everybody, which you guys handled well. I don't understand how you didn't kill me looking back at it, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, we all was going with things that I, t- I totally didn't want to be a single mom, not with three kids. Anyway, I mm-hmm. definitely didn't want to do that. But we just had to make it work. And I think we did. We had our ups and we had our downs. But, uh, we able to manage, and all my kids turned out to be very good kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got some great kids. Um, I, I want to uh, ask this, and this was this was one of the questions presented. Um, so, like being in a interracial marriage in the in the eighties, I think because yeah, it was still the eighties when you and Dad got married, but mm-hmm. pr- primarily in the nineties. Like it's 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 way more common now. Even now, some people still kind of look at it crazily. But how? What was it like then? Well, I think because you got to realize we were really in the military. So it was kind of like a lot of interracial because we are a military family. Okay. You know what I mean? So I really didn't experience, really, honestly, I I never experienced any uh, negativity or any prejudice or anything like that because of the military, you know, being in the military family. I think the only time that uh, we kind of experienced that, like one time we went to the airport, we always come home and, you know, I heard someone say, oh, she's with that white man. So that's about it, but that was just someone stupid. So really, honestly, I got to say, I never experienced any any problem with Dad and I being an interracial couple. So, you know, I, I, I just haven't didn't have that problem. So. And I try to explain to everyone, too, like how like us being in the military and living in a military base. Well, even in Tennessee, we didn't live in on, on base, but just being in that in that culture, in that system, it's kind of like its own like its own world, so to say. Yeah, and people, it I, is because yeah. the military. They to me, they are more family knit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? Because we all don't have our family, and we are all trying. You know, we miss our family, and we are really basically a military family. So it's it's kind of like that. That's still your family. You're in the military, so it's different than being out in you know outside the military family. So it's it, it's different. Yeah, and I, and I, like and it's funny because I've I've told the story in the podcast too that. I remember I, I, I and, I, and my memory may be off because I'm, I was super young, but I remember like I never really, really realized dad was white, if, if that makes sense. Until like one day he came and picked me up from school and someone was like, your dad's white. I'm like, yeah, I guess he is. Like it just it just ne- it never was a thing. Like that's that's just my dad. Like I didn't think if he was white right. or black. So. Right. I know because I just never I don't even think of that because sometimes like people say to me. You got a white husband? I'm like, I got a husband. <laughs> so I don't even think it, you know, like I had a, a white husband. I just thought I had a husband. <laughs> yeah. What 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 do you what do you love most about being a mother? 
what I love, the compliments that your children make, you know, the, it just makes you feel good that after you raise your kids or during the raising period, that the outcome that they have become or what they have become in their life, what they make of their lives. And all my kids, I got to say, you know, all you guys are really successful. I'm proud of every single one of you. It makes me feel like I did something right. And it's hard, you know, being a single parent because you got to give up a lot of things and you got to do a lot of adjustments when you used to have almost anything you want and then you got to change. But you guys are, that's the best, I think, for any parent that what your child have become and what he made of them, you know, what him or she made of themselves. And we've, we've all, I think everyone except Cheyenne scared, had a time of scaring you of like what would we become? Cause I know for sure that, that you were worried about how I would turn out. And then, I, I mean, not to get into like the details, but you know, Trish had her problems, but Cheyenne has really always been like the most consistent out of all of us. Like good. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell you, yes, I agree with you. She, she's the middle child, but she's the one that kind of, you could call her the glue of the family. She was, I think she had like, she was the one that had my back more than anybody mm-hmm. you gotta admit that she yeah. was the one that you know she'll cook she'll do things she'll try to uh solve little problems she, she and she's still consistent so cheyenne is more like a peace peace solver of our family you know what i mean because when things go wrong with me and you when things went wrong with me and trisha cheyenne always came and always you know like kind of like my protector like mom it's oh, gonna yeah. be okay this and this so you know each one of you all have your own qualities but that was just her quality it's a wonderful quality she had yeah she, she cheyenne is i and i've said it when I, I know i don't talk to her as much but um like anytime i talk yeah, to cheyenne, i know i know i'm bad with with <laughs> communication but cheyenne it's it's great to see like the woman cheyenne is becoming like to see because you know we're 10 years apart so like this to, to to for me to witness that and like to talk to my sister now when i do talk to her it's like wait a second that's like a woman like to hear her talk about like her plans and even though she changes her plans for the future sometimes like it's just like wow like i'm i, I get proud and feel filled with pride talking to her because it's she's just amazing they're both amazing i'm not yeah. trying to put one down over the other but cheyenne is it just really surprising me with how mature she is Right. Well, each kid has their own quality, so she's amazing in that, which you two are amazing something else. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that I mean, that's another question on the list. What, what, what? Um, what's the wait? I lost my train of thought. Do 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 do. Oh, uh, in in what ways is Hayes Cordero like you in reference to your personality? And if you can choose one favorite trait about your son, what would it be? Okay, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that for me, please? Yes, ma'am. So the uh, first part of it is, in what way is Cordero like you um, in reference to your personality? So what ways are our personality the same? Oh, that's me think. That's hard, <laughs> Cordero, because we are totally different. Now, that's we, are. Truth. we are totally different. But I think, once again, I'm going back to the same, because I think, uh, like I said, we are totally different. But I think the main part you and I may have a like or personality is we want the best for our family. No matter what, we would do whatever it takes to give our family the best and to make them feel loved. And that's to me is so important. You got to, even though you're going through things, we all go through things, you still got to make your kids and your family, your wife and kids feel like, you know, they love. So I think that's the part I would say you have most that I have. And, and, and you're ambitious. You're very ambitious. So you're also going to want to be able to provide for your family. I, I love that about you. I think you're going to do whatever it takes to provide for your family. Huh. 
Yeah, that's that's. that's if I had to pick one, that's what it would be. I think your work ethic, because like, and I and I've I say it all the time. Like you, you've worked two jobs for almost as long as I can remember. You, of oh course, my god! Of course, you get tired, but you never really complain because, like, when you were doing that to provide for your children and provide for yourself. Um, so I definitely like pride myself on getting my worth ethic from you because you know for the longest I worked two jobs too and I'm like what what do I look like complaining working two jobs when my mama's been working two jobs for like 12 years so yeah I gotta give it to you all my kids have that worth ethic you know that's yeah. that's one thing I said we all have it in common <laughs> we all yeah. have that yeah, we all make our money, that's for sure. Um the second part of the question though was if you had to choose your favorite trait of your son, what would it be? And I guess that's that that's I guess it would be the same thing my how I am from it, my it family. Would really, it would be the same thing, honestly, yeah. because like I said, I look at how you 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 know, you once again try to provide the best for your family, you know. And and and, and I think you kinda like me because you know I never want to hand hand out, I never beg people to do anything for me. We did it on our own. You know what I mean? So I think you you have that little strength in you as well that you you want to be like I can show my family I can be the best dad or a husband that I can be, and you know you want you want that because we do we feel good when we have that, and I think you want that as well. So I think that was once again still the same quality or the same traits or whatever, but I just I had to stick with that one. <laughs> you know that the way you provide for your family and uh, you want the best for your family and you want your family to become. Uh, to accomplish, you know, to be something out here, not just to be, you know, another statistic, you know? Yeah, that's for sure. It's especially now, like it, it's, and I, okay, this, this is a question for me, not, not even from, from the listeners. So like we, we grew up in the military system, so we, we really didn't have the same concerns, but like me now having to raise two young black men and considering like how things are and like, cause I wasn't exposed to that growing up. Like, I didn't have to worry about being shot. I didn't even see that for real a lot. And I know like you grew up um, in, in, in bad neighborhoods and I didn't have to experience that. Not that my kids are growing up in bad neighborhoods at all, but yes. does it, does it scare you like for Xavier and Allen to like grow up in, in a system where it's like everything's built to, for black men to fail? Oh yeah. I'm going to tell you that, that even bothered me with you. So, with David, because no matter what neighborhood you're in, we can say it's not a bad. Maybe we think some neighborhoods are better, you know, of course. But still, it can happen anywhere. So I just, I thought a lot about that. You don't even know how much I even thought about that with you, that I just think, oh, my kid go out or my grandkids just even go outside. Outside, they can get into a fight. People don't fight like we did. You guys use guns and knives. and So it, it always crossed my mind. But then you try to not let it cross your mind but it is it's, it's always there so i do hate the world the way the world is now especially for our black people i don't know why we have to use everything with violence you know we can't just you know like when i grew up we we fought and by the end they were friends again <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah but but you know yeah that worries me a, a lot and i just know since xavier is so sweet and innocent and he he don't know anything about all that type of life that worries me a lot. You know, I'm like, ooh, I, I don't know. My grandson may need to get some, go to karate class. Like I did something. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I, I couldn't even. I can't even imagine Xavier getting a fight. Like he's so yeah. loving and caring. Like if somebody tries to fight him, I just they have to be the most evil person in the world because I just don't understand how everyone couldn't love him. And yeah, it's my son. It's easy to say, but really, he's the most caring person I've ever seen. I know. 
See, see, he's unbelievable. That's why I tell my mom, I'm like, I, some, I don't believe this. this that grandson's like the best. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> uh, the the uh, the next question, well, the next two ones kind of go hand in hand. So the, the next one is, what's your favorite memory of Cordero? Of Cordero, let's see. The favorite memory. Oh, let's see. I don't know, cool, because you was a spoiled brat. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> you were a spoiled brat. I'm not lying. Uh, I guess, hmm, favorite memory. Hmm, baby, that's kind of hard. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, maybe, I, I love, I don't know, because I have so many, so many, seriously, and I don't even know which one to say. But I'm going to say one, this one. I think this is a good one. Your first, it's not your first Christmas, but the, the Christmas that I remember of you, where you had so much stuff and you were just didn't know where to go. You had stuff all around the Christmas tree, just many, many presents, and you act like you were just in heaven. You just <laughs> so like that whole Christmas day. You you just was like, oh my God, I, I can't believe you. You did just stay entertained the whole day because you had so many things that we bought you, and it was just so fun just to see you in that world. Like, oh my God, I'm in my own world. I just can do, you know what I mean? I can do and have fun. I don't know. I don't know if that's crazy to say that's the best memory, but that's one of my most memorable, you know. That, it was just so fun to see you enjoying your Christmas like that. That's definitely good. I, well, of course, I don't remember that one, but my um, my favorite memory of like us as a family is, and it's it's so crazy because it's just like a normal day, but it was really, it was really, it just stuck with me. So me and Xavier came over. Um, the girls were there. You made hot wings, and we and we were just sitting. <laughs> no, seriously, we were just sitting around talking. Xavier was a baby; it was before any of the other kids were born. So it was just Xavier, and we were eating hot wings. Terrence came over, and it was just a. We were just chilling as a family that day, and and oh, it was the same day that I think I put on that mask and scared the uh, scared the kids from the from the um, back patio. But yeah, it was it was just a good day, and I, I always remember that day. It was just fond and funny. Yeah, you guys always love me. Make some hot wings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hot wings yeah. and mac and cheese. I, either or, just I, I, I can mm-hmm. get that all the time. <laughs> um, the yeah. next one is, um, and this isn't just about me. So this is in reference to all of your children. Is what's the craziest thing you've ever seen with your children? Oh, the craziest thing. Do it have to be all you guys? Well, because uh, let's see, the craziest thing I've seen. I don't know. That, well, your sisters jumping off the balcony one day. I'm in the kitchen and they jumping off the balcony onto the trampoline. And oh I'm my. like, what are you keep on seeing? And I'm like, wait a minute. They were jumping off the balcony to the trampoline at the bottom. So <laughs> that was really crazy because I'm thinking they can break their necks or anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, let's see if I can pick one with you. Man, you have so many crazy things. <laughs> <about> this. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Oh, the one were you sneaking? I don't know how you still did this. Maybe how you did that? Sneaking in the basement with your little girlfriend, getting out as I lock you out. You still managed to get in my oh, house. Oh man, <laughs> I do remember that. That was <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna tell y'all good things about you now. <laughs> no, that's fair. I, yeah, I remember you kicking you kicking me out because I remember we were mm-hmm. we were getting ready to cook and I. Like I said, I was a hothead. I got to talking smart, and you were like, "Get out my house!" And I think I was looking like, "Are you really kicking me out?" Like, 
then, right. I, then I waited till you left, and yeah, I snuck in the basement. So, yeah, that was pretty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you. I really don't know how you. How you? Seriously, I said it earlier. I don't know how you didn't kill me. Like, like that. I know that, I should have. That age frame between like thirteen and like. Like eighteen, nineteen. I really don't know how yep. you didn't kill me because I was, I was loony. Yeah, you were really a little out there. But then if I killed you, my daughters wouldn't have a mother, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't do that. <laughs> what um, what do you what have, was there ever a time in where like you and Dad disagreed on how to raise us? Because I like. I remember, like, as a kid, and, you know, not that you guys never got into it or anything, but I really don't remember many times you guys, like, having a big disagreement or anything. Like, you probably handled that behind the doors, but has there ever been, like, a time where you guys really just didn't agree on how you wanted to do something with us? No, that's not for, honestly, I got to say this. I really, um, not maybe until you you guys got older and we wasn't together, but while we were together, no, we didn't have any disagreement because me and I, I guess because we just agreed on, we were just so happy with the kids, but we agreed on, you know, you guys, how y'all had your time together and the girls and I had their time together. And he really let me basically kind of run the household. So as far as I know, we really didn't have too much dis- uh, disagreement because really he was more leaning on you than I was. I, I think he was. He let you yeah. get away with things more <laughs> than I did. You know, so I, I guess if I had to say anything I disagree with, it's probably school. Because okay. I think sometimes I probably was like, oh, well, he he may not understand that. He may not do this because, you know, girls were still young, but he may not. And he was like, oh, no, no, he, he needs to do this because, you know, dad wants you to all get all A's. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that was that would be the most time we disagree on anything because I was more lenient for school, though he wasn't. Yeah. You know he didn't play when it comes to school. Yeah, that's one thing he does. <laughs> he still doesn't play with like it. it right. Yeah. Um. Dad, and the thing with, and I'm gonna try to get Dad see if Dad will come on for Father's Day. But you know, Dad can be so grumpy sometimes. Who knows? Um. Yeah. But uh, the the thing like with growing up with Dad is it's crazy how I was able like most people it's the mom who you're able to get over, and I was over, always able to get over on Dad and. I, I just remember I remember always being able to get over him or I would piss him off like I don't want to make it seem like I don't ever piss him off or he didn't have to get in my butt from time to time but I feel like dad was softer on me than you were sometimes and, and well it was certain aspects because there were things that you were softer on me about like when dad would put me on punishment and not want me to do anything I remember when you would be wait till he goes to work you like you could watch tv but you better turn it off before your dad gets home <laughs> right <laughs> He knew what we was doing. I hate to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But you got to realize you was my firstborn, too. He is, too. But I'm just saying, you know, so you're a little bit more. Hmm. I don't know. You think I was easy on Cheyenne and Katrisha than you, though. <laughs> you were. You were way easier on them than me. Like, the, the looking at the way you raised them versus the way you raised me, it's, like, completely night and day, I think. But... <laughs> and don't give me some of that is on me too because i realized like especially looking back and now being a parent i realized that i was honestly just a butthead for a lot of times <laughs> um but I, I i and maybe the i think every older kid feels like that about the younger kids too though right right and you can like you said you guys are 10 years apart too so you've been the only kid for 10 years so it's hard do you remember the time when i came to your school and i said you know, oh, I remember, yeah. brother and, sister, yeah. and i <laughs> i came to your school i said 
Oh, Cordero, we having two. You said, who asked for two? Nobody asked for two. <laughs> I remember that. that I, so nobody asked for two of them. And then I, then after that, I held out hope for so long that it was going to be one boy and one girl. I'm like, I'm still right. going to have a little brother. I'm still going to have a little brother. Didn't happen. <laughs> oh, I, I, and I still remember when Trish, like being in how small she was when she was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's so tiny. But remember, you were a big help. That's one thing I'm going to say. Because Daddy had to go away right before he went to Iraq, really, after they were born. And you like, Mommy, I'm going to take the little small twin. Remember, you used to always bathe her. Mm-hmm. And, man, I'm telling you, for real, if one for you helping me like I Oh, God. <laughs> you were a big help back then. I, I'm serious. You'd only be 10. You were, you were just a great help. Uh, yeah. And now uh, they get on my nerves, but I, I, no, I love those. I love my sister so much. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. And even when we became a single parent, think about it. You was cooking. That's why you cook so good now. I'm like, <laughs> when I was working on two jobs, you always had a dinner. And I know it was a lot on you too. And I think that's sometimes why you're rebelling because you're like, oh, I got to be here with my sister, my mama, not here. But you, you really helped me. And that's, and that's one thing I guess I should have said was really one of the things that I admire and respect about you is that too, that I'm, you know, even though we had our little flaws, but you really helped me a whole lot when I was working those two jobs, and I didn't have to try to cook. You always had to, you know, the girls' food cook and everything for me. Now, you didn't clean no house, but <laughs> <laughs> you did help me cook. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I was bad about cleaning. I, I, I remember one time, I, um, I, you like, because I had my own bathroom. Did me and the girl share a bathroom? No, I think they didn't want to share a bathroom with me because I kept the bathroom dirty all the time. But but I uh, I remember I like left my towel out or something and you were going clean off of me. And I'm like, it's just a towel. But looking back, I'm like, because I, I do that now with like Maya. And I'm like, dang, yeah, I was, I, my bathroom was disgusting. I had a teenage <laughs> boy bathroom for real. Um, <laughs> um, the, the last question that we have, at least from listeners, is, um, is there anything you ever wanted to tell your son but never have? No, because you know why? I'm in a secret. It's not really that I, because you know, really, I, I'm straight up with you. You got to admit that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, uh hide things because I don't think that's the only thing I, you know, anything I've said, I, I, I think I can tell you anything. I mean, the the only thing I, like I said, even when you first told me you was having a child, so, you know, I was disappointed. I know one thing it is. You know what it's going to be. What it's going to be. I don't know. When you didn't tell me you was married, that's Uh-oh. the thing they really, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that might be the only thing. Uh, other than that, I just didn't like that hurt me so bad. And I don't know if I even ever told you how bad that hurt me because you didn't give me the opportunity to even, well, you did later on because we did give you a wedding. You let me do it. But, you know, I didn't know for a while. So you don't know how bad that hurt me because I never even expressed the hurt that, you know, that you put on me getting married and didn't even tell me. I didn't know for months. So yeah. I guess that hurts. That's I, it, though, really. That's one thing that we I will say about our relationship is that and and I used I used I'm not gonna lie, I used to get pissed off about it because I'm like, my mama never takes my side. But the thing is is that you you're not one of those parents that are like, My baby can't do no wrong. Like if I'm wrong in the wrong, you're oh, gonna no. say I'm in the wrong. Right. And I appreciate that now more than I did when I was like a teenager. Because of course it felt like dang my mom was just always picking on me, but I appreciate I appreciated that about you, and I I know I can come to you and vent. I know that what you're gonna tell me is is right, even if I'm in the wrong. You're gonna tell me right, and I I love that about our relationship. 
I'm glad you like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And even though I get I get frustrated some and it's 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 crazy now how like we are now, even when I when I am getting frustrated and you know I'm getting frustrated and you're just like, Boy, you need you need to chill. Like, cause you don't you don't be paying me no attention when I'm mad. And it's I guess it's good after like how hot headed I was as a kid, but like mm-hmm. I'll be mad and you just be looking like, All right, yeah, like you you doing too much right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you always come down. I like you always call me and like, Mama, I'm so straight down. You know, especially with Daddy or whatever, and you'll call me. So I do like that. That's, that makes sense too, especially because as old as you are now, you still call me to ask me to kind of calm you down. That's kind of special. <laughs> yeah, that's our relationship, Mama. I mean, I, you you know, I love you, and I'm I, I apologize for just you know the stuff I I used to say when I would get mad and. I would I would lash out and stuff and I I'm I'm sorry for that and I'm I'm thankful that we have rebuilt our relationship and I'm I'm just thankful that I have a mom that loves me really like and I'm I'm appreciative I know I'm now that we live further apart we don't see each other as much but I I love the hell out of you I really really do I I love and appreciate you so much and I know I don't call as much as I should as a son should I know I don't do that stuff you and Graham's get on me about that but I I honestly honestly really really do love you more than anything in this world I know I know y'all love me and I love y'all too (laughs) you know anybody you know asking about my kids I think I think I got the perfect kids so anyway I do well you definitely have (laughs) the the most handsome son in the world too so it makes it easy Mm -hmm. Oh well, thank you, son. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you don't like my beard, which I I don't. No, understand. I hate that beard. <laughs> you ever send, when you come back here, you say I'm cutting that beard off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, uh, that's all the questions, Mama. Is there anything else you want to say or share with the audience? Um, anything before we go? No, I'm. You know, anybody who is single parent, and it's it's hard. It's hard. You got to give up a lot of things when you're a single parent and really you need to think about the kids first before thinking about yourself because your time will come. So that's, that's the only thing I would say uh, to give anybody advice, just make sure your kids come first, but still, you know, try to have time for yourself. But always put those kids first because that's important. <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my mama people. We're going to go ahead and go. I want to uh, thank you again, mama. I love you. La, 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 la. Happy Mother's Day, Nona. <laughs> I love you. I'm, I really miss you. Happy Mother's Day, Nona. I hope you're having a good day. And I just wanted to share some memories today. Hmm. Good memories. There's so many. Mm. Just hanging out with you in general. I should say that. Just hanging out in general. Of all the moments I could pick, that's the best one. Happy Mother's Day, Nona. I miss you and I love you. Alan, pay attention to say happy. Happy Mother's Mother's Day. Day. Nona. Nona. Say hi, Nona. Hi, Nona. Nice just to keep on the lights. Mommy got a trainer with so I can keep on my bike. And you would give me anything in this world. Michael Jackson at the end of the club, but didn't get me on curl. And you never put no man over me. And I love you for that. Mommy, can't you see? Seven years old. 
caught you with tears in your eyes Cause a nigga cheating, telling your lies Then I started to cry as we knelt on the kitchen floor I said, mommy, I'ma love you till you don't hurt no more And when I'm older, you ain't gotta work no more And I'ma get you that mansion that we couldn't afford See, y'all, unbreakable, unmistakable Highly capable, lady that's making loot A living legend too, just look at what heaven do Send us an angel, and I thank you, mama so loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you And uh, let me tell you what I'm about to do Mama, I know I act a fool But I promise you I'm going back to school and